Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, September 2nd, 2023, and I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. I cannot believe that we are already in the month of September, uh, getting ready to close out another quarter in just a few weeks. So I hope that you're focused and that you're really making progress on your goals and objectives that you set for yourself this quarter. It just seems like it's been so long since I've been with you. I had a birthday. I've been traveling a lot, but it's good to be in one place and to have the opportunity to be back with you again for another edition of the podcast. I'm excited. We are launching a brand new series today, and this is going to be good. So I hope you'll stay tuned and stay dialed in to the discussion in the days and weeks to come. I want to first of all say hello to any person that may be tuning into this podcast for the very first time. I do appreciate you taking the time out of your life, your day, your schedule to join us for um, the Jamel Sanders podcast. This is so much more than a show. It's a platform that we created to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every um, episode through Uh, compelling conversations, intriguing and inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies, and impactful and legendary wisdom and insight. We want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And so I'm so honored to get to do life with you, and I hope that you get some value from this podcast. I want to say hello to those of you listening to me on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate you, and I'm excited about that exclusive content we'll be bringing to the platform. Hello to those of you listening to me on Stitcher. I'm so sad to hear that Stitcher is going away but I hope that you will find us on another platform and continue to listen. Hello to those of you listening on Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for letting me serve you. Hello to those of you listening to me on Spotify. You know how much I love Spotify. Thank you for letting me do life with you. And I tell you, the numbers from Spotify are amazing. We continue to see exponential growth on the platform, and I'm so honored to get to do life with you. Hello to iHeartRadio. Amazon Music, Audible, Luminary, and any other platform that may be listening um, and tuning in. Thank you so much for the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. I would love to connect with you beyond this podcast. You can connect with me through my website at www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. There you will find a plethora of empowerment tools and resources to help you live a better life. You can sign up for my empowerment newsletter right there on the homepage. You can find the links to all of my social media platforms with the exception of Official Jamel Sanders and Threads, which is Official Jamel Sanders. So wherever you are, I am active on social, and I love connecting and communicating with you. And, of course, you can find out more about me my organization and the work I'm doing around the world. Beyond this podcast, I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm that has one mission, and that is to uh, empower individuals around the world to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And through Um, seminars, conferences, symposiums, live events, consulting, advising, uh, leadership development, and so much more. We are working with leaders around the world to realize their greatest potential, and you can find out more about all of the great things that we're doing right on our website. Also, I have a lot of books, but for the sake of time, I won't go into all of them. Uh, my latest book, book number 11, Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. Oh, this is the book that almost did not get written. Um, There was a great battle, and those of you that are closest to me know that there was really a struggle to determine if this was a book I would ever put out. But people have been so interested in my spirituality and my spiritual life, and 
you know, I'm like, well, I write about leadership and personal development and identity and, you know, the soul of man and the properties of the soul and the mind. I'm like, I don't know how a, a spiritual and faith book is going to do, uh, but it, it, it surprised me. It has done incredible, and I'm continuing to hear feedback of how this book has transformed people's lives all around the world. Pressure is really a book about how to bring a potentiality out of the invisible realm into the realm of manifestation in your life. How do you go from uh, a conceptualization to actualization of a dream, goal, divine intention, or whatever it is? And so you do it through a process of prophetic development and prophetic incubation, and this book really goes into the process of seeing those things that have been divinely ordained and destined for your life manifest. I talk about my personal journey, my spiritual awakening, why faith is so important to me, the power of prayer and how prayer has changed my life and how it has empowered me to change the lives of people around the world. It's a phenomenal book, and I believe you're going to get some great value out of it. You can find pressure, go on Amazon, you can get it through Kindle, Nook, and most Major book distributors have access to pressure. Thank you to every person that has supported this book. Thank you for all of the personal stories that have so moved me and touched me as you've shared how this book has impacted your life. And thank you so much again for your support. And, of course, you know a few months ago I released my Breakthrough Journal. Now, if you've been following me for any length of time, You know, I've been journaling for a very long time, and I was having a conversation with a friend, and this friend was talking about journals, and I was telling them how I'm really into customized journals now, and I have so many journals. And, uh, you know, I said, I need to do something around that. And they said, you should just do it. And so I finished that conversation. I found the distributor. I found the you know, design team. I found everything I needed within an hour. I had designed it. We had done all of the legwork, and we had taken it from concept to market within an hour. And the friend of mine was like, you were really not playing, were you? So uh, the Breakthrough Journal is a phenomenal tool and resource that I personally use, and I believe it will help you as well. Um, If you listen to this podcast, I give you a lot of homework and assignments, and the Breakthrough Journal is just a great way for you to do the inner work and the mind work that is so important to the transformation of your life. You can go to jamelsanders.com right on our homepage. You can scroll down and find the journal, or you can go under my shop, and you can find the Breakthrough Journal there. Thank you to everybody that has supported the Breakthrough Journal, and I hope that you are being empowered and inspired by that resource. What I want to do, I want to take a very quick break, and we're going to jump into this new series on the show. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right. Welcome back. So we finished up a powerful series, and, um, you know, I'm always like, where do I go next? And my schedule has just been so busy. Trying to figure that out has been very interesting. But um, as I really had some time to just get quiet and to think about where I wanted to go next with this series, it finally came to me. And we're going to begin today a series called Whole, Embracing a Life of Freedom. And as I really begin to unpack that, um, all of these different components and intricacies begin to come to me, and I just begin to write because I feel like this is so important for all of us as we uh, get on that path of empowerment and transforming our lives and Uh, becoming the best version of who we were created to be. I know there's a lot of podcasts, there's a lot of platforms out there, but for me uh, to even continue in the podcasting space for so many years, 
This is about empowerment for me and not just putting out content and information, but I want to put out content that resonates with people, that connects with them, that triggers um, them to think, to have epiphanies and aha moments and the work that is necessary to transform their lives. So many people uh, reach out to me all the time and talk about how my life has been such an inspiration and motivation to them. And while I'm honored by their very kind words, what really means the most to me is not just that I inspire individuals, but that I move them to take action in their lives and to make the changes that are necessary to them realizing their greatest potential. So let's delve into this whole embracing a life of freedom. Freedom is available to everyone. However, it is up to you to access it. Um, I think that's so important because over the years I've had so many conversations with so many different people from so many different walks of life. And one of the things that I've discovered is that for many people, freedom is not even a possibility. They have become so entrenched in the drama and the trauma and the trials and the tribulations of their lives that they can't see anything beyond that. And so when I show up on the scene and I begin to speak in this language of healing and empowerment, um, you begin to see little glimmers of hope. People begin to realize that you can come through this. You can come to the other side, and you can be a better person in the middle of the process. And while the idea of accessing freedom sounds good, what most people fail to understand is that you will never access freedom without first being aware that you want freedom in your life. And I think that's so important. I believe that one of the greatest skills you can have in your soul toolkit as a human being, is the skill of awareness, having awareness of yourself. Um, I can't even begin to explain to you uh, what having self-awareness has meant to my life. It has empowered me to heal, to be whole, to do the work that was so necessary for me to become who I was destined to be, and not only to do the work, but it has empowered me to help other people to heal and to do the work in their lives as well. And so we all need that level of awareness. Um, I believe that the greatest form of deception is self-deception, and there are a lot of self-deceived people in the world that think there's something that they're not. One thing that I you will always hear me say and one thing that I say to myself every day is that I'm going to always be 100% honest with myself and not to believe the hype or the press, but to always stay in a mode of humility and teachability and understand that there's so much more that I still have to learn. There's so much more growth that needs to happen. And if I can stay humble and teachable and aware um, I can catch the lessons and I can become who I was created and destined to be. Uh, what you are not aware of, you will never acknowledge. And what you don't acknowledge, you will never be empowered to alter. So awareness is important because it brings us to that place of acknowledgement in our lives. And it's from that place of acknowledgement that we are empowered to creations and the adjustments that are so necessary for our lives to flourish and to thrive. And I think that this is a very critical piece because so many people talk about healing, talk about freedom, talk about transformation, but they are so blind and oblivious to the things that are broken in their lives, to the things that are dysfunctional in their lives, to the things that are toxic in their lives. And if you even begin to talk to them and have a conversation with them about it, uh, it becomes very apparent that they don't seem to think that anything is off or anything is wrong. And so it's hard to help a person that doesn't have awareness and cannot acknowledge where they are because it's going to always stand in the way of their progress. And the reality is that many people want a whole life, but they have not yet awakened to the fact that wholeness is available to them. You know, I was just saying a few moments ago how I talked to so many different people from so many different walks of life, and when you begin to uh, – 
pull back the layers and I begin to share my life and my journey and my experiences, uh, you see how so many people have so settled for where they are in their lives that they can't see a different path. They can't see a different possibility for their life. And so you have to begin to help them work through uh, those barriers and and self-limiting beliefs and perceptions and things that are keeping them back from the life that they've been destined and created to live. Um, Why is that? They have been conditioned to believe that their circumstance is unchangeable. And, you know, some of us say, well, how do you get to that point? But in all reality, we've all faced situations in our lives that seemed unchangeable, we've faced mountains that seemed unmovable, we've we faced opposition that seemed like we would never overcome it, but we made it to the other side. But you can sink into such a place of hopelessness in your life that you don't believe that anything else is possible or anything else can happen. And that which we accept becomes difficult to alter. And because they have accepted that condition, that circumstance, it becomes extremely difficult and complicated to get them to see something different. And there's a lot of internal work and psychological work that has to take place to get that person uh, from where they are to where they were destined to be. Uh, You can live with a condition so long that you stop believing that change is possible for your life. Let me say that again. You can live with a condition so long that you stop believing that change is possible for your life. And there are so many people that have become so entrenched in their condition that they don't believe that they can end that cycle in their life. And what I'm here to tell you today and through the weeks of these uh, upcoming uh, episodes of this series is that there is no such thing as a hopeless situation, that you always have the power to rise above challenges and difficulties and uh, to live a greater life. Therefore, we think that changing our lives requires some external factors when what it really requires is personal responsibility. A lot of people are victims, and they're victims because they have become so entrenched in that condition that they don't believe it can change. And not only that, but they believe in their subconscious mind because of the victim complex that they suffer from that some external force or factor is going to come in and change your life. What they don't realize is that if an external force has to come in to change your life, that external force takes control and mastery of your life and destiny. So it can't be something outside of you coming to change you. It's got to be a personal awakening within you that empowers you to change the circumstances and the situation of your life. And why is that important? Because you are not waiting on anything to change in your life. You must wake up to the fact that you are the catalyst for change in your own life. And that's why so many people sit by and they wait, and life is passing them by, opportunities are passing them by, moments are passing them by, and they keep telling themselves someday, one day in the future, and they never take personal responsibility for their lives. And let me tell you, we're talking about wholeness. If you want to be whole, if you want to be free, it's going to begin with you taking personal responsibility for your life. I always tell people, you know, people, different things have happened in my life, and I won't go into everything. But, you know, people will say, oh, you know, that's not your fault. This is, I say, all of it is my fault. I take 100 responsibility for my life. If if it's going to be, it's up to me. And so many times I listen to people, they want something to blame. Blames don't produce breakthroughs. They just create more bondage. Write that down. Blame does not create more breakthroughs. It just creates more bondage. And so you can keep blaming, but it's just going to keep you as a victim. At some point, 
You have to say, I am not a victim, and you have to take personal responsibility for your life. Personal responsibility is the genesis of empowerment. Write that down. Personal responsibility is the genesis of empowerment. And this is why my work rubs some people the wrong way, because I listen to people, and I can assess really quickly because I'm very perceptive. This is a person that does not really want to change. I keep hearing the narrative. I keep hearing the story. I hear all the context clues of a victim that refuses to break a cycle. And so this will become a pattern. And I look 10 years later, 15 years later, this person is in the same state because they have embraced that as a way of life. And they don't want to take responsibility. When I find people that are willing to take responsibility for their lives, that becomes the genesis of empowerment and transformation. I can't stay there. What we have to understand is that when you see yourself as the catalyst for change, um, no cycle or condition will be able to hold you. Let me say this again. When you see yourself as the catalyst of change, no cycle or condition will be able to hold you. When you start living um, as a catalyst, you understand that anything in your life is subject to change. Let me say it again. When you start living as a catalyst, you start to understand that anything in your life is subject to change subject, excuse me, to change. Now, I want to warn you that I'm going to say some things that are going to hurt you and make you very uncomfortable in this series. Discomfort is often one of the greatest drivers of change in your life. Um, I, you know, you've heard me say this, this has been an extraordinary year, but let me tell you this one word that I could say for 2023 is this has been a year of discomfort. I have been pushed outside of my comfort zone in ways that I have never been pushed before. And, you know, in those moments, I have to live what I preach. I can say, oh, no, 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 that's not for me. I'm not going to do that. Or I can lean into that and I can say this is a moment to employ courage and to embrace change in my life. And I'm so grateful that I've done that because it has produced some extraordinary growth and lessons that I hope I can share with you in the days to come. Uh, Most people want to be pacified but not perfected. Most people want to be pacified but not perfected. In other words, they want somebody to feel sorry for them, but they don't want to grow up because maturity is going to require you to take that responsibility for your life and to begin to do the work that's going to move your life forward into the next level. This series is not about you getting relief. I know some podcasts and some platforms, they just want to make you feel good right now or to soothe you or to relieve you. But this series is about getting real with yourself so that you can experience true freedom in your life. So, you know, like I said, there are going to be some moments that are uncomfortable. There are going to be some things that are going to rub you the wrong way. But if you really listen to this with an open mind and heart, it's going to start you on a journey to healing and freedom and transformation in your life. The longer you remain dishonest with yourself, the more disempowered your life becomes. A lot of people are like, Jamel, why am I stuck? Why am I not moving to the next level? Because you are not willing to be honest with yourself. Uh, One thing that I endeavor to do, and I do this every day, is to be honest with yourself. Where are you, Jamel? What's really going on with you? Are you going to do the work today? Are you going to make excuses today? Are you going to grow today? Are you going to be immature? Are you going to cower Um, and be crippled by circumstances or events that arise in your life? How are you going to handle this? Are you growing? Are you learning the lessons? Are you just repeating cycle? Those are the kind of conversations I have with myself, and those are the kind of conversations I have with clients and mentees and friends because those are the conversations that are going to spur our greatest growth and development, not, oh, it's okay and woe is me and all the victim, you know, terminology and language is not going to help you uh, to get to the next level. What I've discovered is that what you remain in denial about, you will always uh, be detained by. 
And so a lot of people are not moving forward because of the denial and the lies that they keep telling themselves. You know that this is not working. You know that this is broken. You know that this is dysfunctional in your life, and yet you keep telling yourself it's okay and wondering why nothing in your life is changing. You've got to be truthful with yourself if you really want to see some things change. As we embark upon this new series, I want you to know that whatever um, – that wholeness, excuse me, is possible for you, but wholeness will always come at a price. Now, you can write some good notes and you can listen to this, but if you don't put any of this into action, it just becomes more useless information. And what has happened is the world has filled their mind with useless information that they never implement to get the results they want to see. So we become information junkies. We research and research, but we never take action, and we never do the things we say we're going to do. Essentially, you will have to determine what you want most and what you want for the moment. Um, I remember several years ago having a conversation with myself. There was something that I was endeavoring to accomplish in terms of a goal, and I was making a lot of excuses I didn't want to because it was going to require an extreme level of focus and daily action on this thing. And in all actuality, I didn't. I just didn't really want to do it. You don't always feel like doing certain things. But I asked myself the question, can I live with this because I chose to do what I wanted in the moment? over what I wanted most. And when I really thought about that question, it broke me out of that spell and it it pushed me to take action in that area. And a lot of times we're sacrificing what we want most for what we want in the moment. And your momentary uh, moves and things is all emotion-based. And you can't live your life based on emotions. You have to live your life uh, based on clear intentions and vision and action. And so what do you want most in your life? Because I'm telling you, the moment is going to pass, and while you feel good today, uh, if you keep doing what you want for the moment, it's going to add up and it's going to compound into regret. Let me say that again. If you keep doing what you want in the moment, it's going to compound, compound into regret. And that's why so many people are miserable and unhappy with their lives because they have kept Uh, choosing what feels good, what's good for the moment, what's going to bring me this temporary happiness, which is so overrated and short-lived, and then they sink back into the same depression and misery because they're not choosing what's most important in their lives. I can't stay there. You will have to decide if temporary pleasure is more important to you than true peace and contentment. Because I'm going to tell you, if you keep choosing what feels good, what's good in the moment, not only are you going to get compounding regret, but you are going to live a life absent of peace and contentment, and you're going to be ruled by cycles of misery and defeat in your life. In other words, the life of freedom cannot be embraced until you make the decision to be free. Write that down. A life of freedom cannot be embraced until you first of all make the decision to be free. Uh, I want that to sink in for a moment because freedom cannot just be a dream or even a desire that you have in your heart. Freedom must be a decision that you arrive at all on your own. I want you to really get that. Freedom cannot just be a desire or a dream or this aloof thing that is out in the universe, but it has to be a decision that you arrive at all on your own. I talk to so many people that say they want freedom, but I do a checkup six months later, a year later, two years later, five years later, and they still aren't there, and it's because they don't want it. And all the talking, I can talk to them all day. I'm a master communicator. I know how to talk. I know how to uh, be compelling in my conversation, but me being compelling is not going to make the decision for you. And one thing that we can't do is we can't try to force people into a freedom that they don't want. That's why I said this is a decision that you have to arrive at at your own in your life. I think about my own life and my own journey, and when I made a decision to choose freedom and nobody could do it for me, there were people around me that wanted it for me, they loved me, 
they supported me. They did everything they could to help me. But there came a point where Jamel had to make the decision that I choose freedom for myself because this is something I want and this is something I believe that I have the right to in my life. This means that you cannot be coached or coerced into freedom. I watch so many people try to force people into freedom, try to force people to think a certain way, try to force people to move a certain way. You can't force anybody to do anything. And let me help you. You can't even force yourself because you have something called a wheel. And if your wheel is not in alignment with what you are talking about, you are still not going to do the things that you say you're going to do. That's why we can tell ourselves, I'm going to do this health goal. I'm going to do this nutrition goal. I'm going to do this financial goal. And here we are in September, and you have yet to do one of those things that you say you're going to do. Why? Because your will has not engaged in the process of that becoming a reality. So if you don't even have the mastery of your own will, how can you control the will of another person and tell them what they need to do to change their lives? It's it's ludicrous when you begin to think about it, but it's what we try to do. And I watch people try to force and coerce people and coach them. And it's like you can't coach a person into something that they don't want to do. If they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it. And you're wasting valuable time and energy. Um, what your job to, is to keep doing your work and to be there for the person so that when they get ready, uh, they have somebody that can help aid them in the journey and the process. In all actuality, freedom is not something a person can be sold. Let me say it again. Freedom is not something that a person can be sold. Freedom is something that must be owned. You must own freedom. It's not something that can be sold. You have to own it. And the only way to own it is to understand that you have a right to freedom in your life. When I came to that awareness that I have a right, not only was freedom available or accessible, but I have a right to freedom personally in my life, that changed everything. It shifted the trajectory of my life because it moved from this concept and this psychological construct to a personal constitution in my life that changed the course of my destiny, and I can't stay there either. Um, you can sell the opportunity to be free, but you cannot sell freedom. I watch a lot of people that consider themselves experts and moguls and coaches and all of that, you know, how I feel about some of that. I'm not getting into it. But they, they try to sell people on this result of freedom. And it's like you can't sell that because somebody can pay you $10,000 for a program, and you can tell them that freedom is a byproduct of this program, but if that person is not committed and willing and engaged to do the work, that's just a waste of $10,000. And then they're going to come back to you and tell you that your program doesn't work and you're a scammer. And it's not even that you're a scammer. It's that the person has not owned freedom for themselves, so you can't promise them that through your program. After all, freedom does not come from programs, courses, or systems. Freedom comes from the recognition. Write that down. Freedom does not come from training systems or programs. It comes from the residence of your own mind. So if your mind cannot perceive and conceive freedom, then you will never possess and create freedom in your life. So a lot of people are talking about freedom and how they want to be free and how they are going to embrace this life of freedom. But the reality is, is that freedom has to, first of all, take residence in your mind before it ever takes residence in your world. Write that down. Freedom has to, first of all, take residence in your mind before it ever takes residence in your world. And then if you listen to me, um, are not locked up in a physical prison. However, you are locked up in a psychological prison. And what do I mean by that? You are walking around um, every day looking for you on the outside, but you are being controlled by experiences, people, moments, relationships, um, narratives, or even moral failures. Let me say it again. You're walking around on the outside appearing to be free, 
but you are still being controlled by people, experiences, moments, relationships, narratives, or even moral failures. And I don't say this to be condescending or to condemn you in any way, because we've all been there. I've been there too. But what I'm telling you is, is that we have misconceptions about freedom. We think that freedom, because we're not locked up in a jail cell or a prison somewhere, that we're free. And there are a lot of people that are in a jail cell that are more free than people walking around every day because we're still being controlled by people, experiences, moments, relationships, narratives, or even moral failures. What I have discovered is that you are powerless. Uh, Whatever this thing is controls every aspect of your life. I want you to get that. You're powerless because... Whatever that thing is, whether it's a person, experience, a moment, relationship, narrative, or even moral failure, that thing is controlling every aspect of your life. Why do I say that? Because it's controlling how you think, it's controlling how you feel, it's controlling how you act, and it's controlling who you trust. I remember one day just telling myself, you know, I'm over this. I'm going on, let's write the next chapter in my life. And I heard deep in my spirit, you are not going to go forward until you address this thing. And I say, I have addressed it. I'm moving forward. And I heard just as clear as day, why is it still controlling how you think, how you feel, how you act, and why are you not able to trust? And it dawned on me in that moment that I was still under the control of this thing and that I had to let this thing go or it was going to cripple my life and my destiny. And um, I talked to so many people, and we go through things, whether it's a traumatic experience or betrayal or hurt or shame or guilt or moral failure or whatever it is in our lives, and a lot of us, because we have this what I call super person complex, uh, we go around and we say, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, you know. I, I don't need to talk about it. I don't need to process it. And we tell ourselves we're good, but then when we try to reengage in life, uh, that thing is still there and it's holding us captive. And we're trying to move and we're trying to make progress but we're powerless because this thing is controlling us, and we have to begin to get to the root of that thing if we want to move our lives to the next level. Most people are restricted because they won't get to the root of the pain in their lives. Let me say it again. Most people are restricted because they won't get to the root, the root of the pain in their lives. And if you don't get to the root of that thing, it's going to rule the moments of your life. And there are a lot of people, they lie, I watch them, I'm over it, I'm done with it. You're not. It's all you think about. It's all you talk about. It's all you meditate on all the time, and it's preventing you from moving forward with your life. And so you have to be honest with yourself and realize that I'm being controlled by this and that I have to take the power back in my life. This thing consumes all your mind, all your time, all your conversation. You have given it precedent so it keeps you in prison. Whatever you give precedent, whatever you make priority like that, um, it's going to have the power to keep you in prison. And so that's why it continues to control so many people's lives because it's all they talk about. And whatever you concentrate on is what's going to consume your life. And, you know, when we begin to talk about psychological constructs, um, self-limiting beliefs, perceptions, emotional wounds, uh, trauma bonds and triggers, all of these things that have the ability to derail your life and the course of your destiny, you have to begin to address the things that will stop the advancement of your life. Let me say it again. You have to begin to address the things that will stop the advancement of your life because if you don't address them, I guarantee you that they will become the greatest adversary to your destiny and you becoming who you were created to be. It is so taking control of your life that you are blind to the fact that you are bound. And bondage has become a way of life for you. So many people listening to this, listening to me right now, 
bondage has become a way of life for you. You have come to live with that thing. And what I had to make a decision of in my life is that I'm not living with any of this. I'm working through this. I'm going to heal from this. Don't put a Band-Aid on it. Heal it. That means that sometimes to heal, you have to sit in the pain to heal. Write that down. Sometimes to heal, you got to sit in the pain to heal. And there were some things that I had to sit in and heal. There were some hard truths that I had to face with myself about where I was, why I was the way I was, why this was happening, why certain patterns were being repeated, why I was attracting certain things into my life. I had to be honest with myself. It was not anything external that did it, but I had to make a decision. It's time to do the work so that you can go forward with your life. And then you also have to realize that you can walk around proclaiming uh, to be free, yet you are paralyzed and unable to move forward with your life. In my experience, I discovered that nothing can keep you in a psychological prison without your permission. <sighs> so many people will say, well, Jamel, I want to, but I can't. You can. But the reason that you say that is because you have given yourself the permission to stay in that prison. Because whether it's a person, whether it's an experience, whether it's a narrative, whether it's an event, whether it's a moral failure, that moment in your life has passed. But that moment has not passed for you. It has paralyzed you. And until you give yourself permission, that prison is going to be a way of life. For some people, their entire lives becomes that prison because they never give themselves the permission to come out of it. You got to release that thing from you, and you got to let it go. Um, you got to make the decision that holding on to that is not more important than your healing. Let me say that again. You have to make the decision that holding on to that is not more important than your healing. Uh, therefore, you are bound because you like bondage and you choose to live in prison. Some of you are getting upset and annoyed with me right now because you know that what I'm telling you is the truth. Uh, we can walk around with all types of facades and masks on, but we know deep down that we're not free and that our lives are not uh, becoming everything that God is destined and created for us to become. And so the question becomes, how do I break the cycle in my life? And what I have discovered is that it begins with making the decision to be free. And in the time that I have left in this episode, I want to unpack, I'm going to try my best, unpack in a very succinct way how we make the decision to be free in our lives. The decision to be free requires a few things of us, and I hope that you will get this, and I hope that you will listen to this episode again, because I believe that this series is going to be a powerful catalyst to the healing of so many people around the world. Number one, acknowledgement. Um, the decision to be free requires acknowledgement, and the acknowledgement is that you are not free. Uh, we've all heard the famous philosopher, to thy own self be true. Dominating your mind and emotions and dictating your actions, you're not free. We can tell ourselves we're free. We can tell ourselves we're good. But nobody knows you like you know you. What are the things that trouble you? What are the things that agonize your soul, that keep you up at night, that bring tears and deep pain and anger and bitterness and resentment? What are those things in your life? Those are the things that you have to begin to acknowledge that you are not free from. Because anything that you are free from does not have the ability to trigger a response from you. Let me say it again. Anything that you are free from does not have the ability to trigger a response from you. Yes, we might recall and uh, remember the memory, but we will not be handcuffed and hijacked by the memory. And that's the difference. It may come to your mind, but you don't have to... 
uh, allow that to take residence in your mind. See, the reason that I know that, that I wasn't free and that a lot of people are not free is because it's not just coming to your mind, it's taking your mind captive and it's controlling you. And so you're not free from it and you have to be willing to acknowledge that so that you can get free and you can move your life to the next level. If you are not in a driver's seat of your life, then you need to acknowledge that something is controlling you. If you are not in the driver's seat of your life, you need to acknowledge that something is controlling you. A lot of us will lie and will tell ourselves we're okay, but you're not okay. Two years have passed, 10 years have passed, 20 years have passed, and this thing is still eating at your soul. So it lets me know that you have not done the work and you're not healed from it. And what you refuse to acknowledge, you accept. And what you accept, you give uh, the power to offer your story. Write that down. What you accept, you give the power to offer your story. And because so many people won't acknowledge it, they accept it, and it creates this narrative of victimization. It creates this narrative of powerlessness. It creates this narrative of insecurity and inferiority complex and identity crisis and so many different things I could begin to go into, but you have to acknowledge that in your life so that you can heal and you can begin to move forward with your life. The next thing that you have to do is you have to, number two, accept responsibility for your role in the imprisonment of your life. Now, this is a step that it takes a mature person to make because when we start talking about personal responsibility, this is the reason that so many people are not living an authentic life. Stop looking for someone and something to blame. I, I talked about that earlier. The blame game is blocking your growth and development. We can't play the blame game. Sure, you, you're not responsible for everything that has happened to you in your life, but guess what? You are responsible for your life in this moment. So we keep going back to traumatic events and experiences. You may not be able to control what happened to you in that moment, but you can control this moment. And so you have to decide, are you going to keep living in that moment or are you, are you going to take your power back and live in this moment? And you're going to break out of victimization and become victorious in your life. You have the power to choose that. And while we cannot control all the things that happen in our lives, we can control how we respond to them. I want you to get this. Because if you are a person that has struggled with a victim complex, I want you to get this. You can't control everything that has happened in your life. And whatever you need, if you need to go to therapy, whatever works for you to help you on your healing journey, please do that. But what I am saying is that you are in control of your response to what happened to you. Are you going to live your life ruled and triggered by that? Or are you going to... Um, reframe that and use it for something positive to contribute to the world around you. You have that decision to make, and I hope that you will make the decision to use those experiences for the better good and to help serve humanity in some way. The failure to take responsibility results in the failure to grow. The failure to take responsibility will always result in the failure to grow. So you have to take responsibility for your life, and you are responsible for your life. Nobody else is responsible for your life. Stop trying to make other people responsible for your life. You are responsible. You are the decision maker at this point in your life. You're making the decisions. You're directing the course. So you're responsible. And if you delegate the responsibility of your life, you give away your personal power. The failure to accept responsibility facilitates cycles of victimization. Uh, responsibility is being is having the ability to accept your contribution to the current condition of your life. Uh, what I've discovered is that what you can take responsibility for, you can recover from. Write that down. What you can take responsibility for, you can recover from. But what you can't take responsibility for, you'll never rebound from. So you got to take responsibility. Number three, you got to arrive at a decision. It's not enough for you to accept responsibility. You must take it a step further. 
and arrive at a decision. Now, this is what I want you to know. Decisions are pathways to possibilities or prisons. Write that down. Decisions are pathways to possibilities or prisons. And decisions bring us to the intersection of change or captivity. Ooh, that's heavy. Decisions bring us to the intersection of change or captivity. Uh, decisions are powerful. I could do a whole series on decisions because it's just so powerful, and I've learned so much over the years about it. But decisions not only decide the direction of our lives, they determine the depth of our lives. So when I begin to talk to individuals and I begin to unpack their lives and we begin to excavate the choices and the decisions that they made, uh, we realize that the people that they have been blaming for the majority of the things in their lives are not even the people that are responsible. And I begin to ask them things like, okay, who made that decision? Was so-and-so with you when this happened? They said, no. Was so-and-so with you when that happened? Was so-and-so with you when you decided that? No. And for some that are ready for a breakthrough, the light bulb comes on. They realize that they have been making these decisions and they have been determining the course and the direction that their lives have been taking. And that decisions, of whether they're good or bad, are determining the depth and the sustainability of your life. Uh, what we fail to realize is that every destination uh, in life can be linked back to a decision. Decisions are like a map. Uh, showing us our maturity or immaturity in life's moments. I know it's it's just flowing out of me this morning, but decisions are maps uh, showing us our maturity or immaturity in the moments of our lives. And so I don't know about you, but there are some things I can look back on in my life and I say, what in the world were you thinking at that time? And then there are other moments I can look and I can say, oh, you were definitely thinking in, in an empowered format and in an empowered manner when you made that decision. You were definitely thinking of a person that is whole and healed when you made that decision. You see what I'm saying? Decision is a map, and all you have to do is look at the decision. It's mapping the quality and the condition of the life that you're creating for yourself, but most people never take the time to stop and to consider that. Every outcome is engineered by a decision. The moment you make a decision, you set an outcome in motion for your life, whether it be positive or negative. It's being set in motion because of a decision that you made. And what we have to understand is that your decisions will either fortify your life or fold your life. Let me say that again. Your decisions will either fortify your life or fold your life. And unfortunately, a lot of people are making decisions that are folding their lives. They're making decisions that are destroying their lives because they're decisions that are not in their best interest. Um, and it's, it is impeding their progress and it is infringing upon the freedom that so rightfully belongs to them. In essence, your decisions will either uh, conserve your life or collapse your life. So I want you to look at your life and I want you to think, are my decisions conserving my life or are my decisions collapsing my life? And all you have to do is spend some time looking over the choices that you're making. And the choices you're making are determining the quality of the life that you're creating, whether that be good or bad. Freedom is a personal decision that I had to arrive at in my life. Freedom cannot be something that simply um, can't be something that simply looks attractive to you um, or even appeals to you. Freedom um, is going to require that you arrive at this decision and that you choose this for yourself. Freedom creates options. Freedom creates options, and so. Um, as you see the options available, there's a greater dimension of freedom that you're able to access in your life. Uh, freedom is choosing what's best for you over what's breaking you. 
freedom is choosing what's best for you over what's breaking you. I talk to so many people, and I say, well, this sounds like it is destroying your life. This is something you need to get rid of. But until they come to the awareness that this is detrimental to my life, that cycle will continue. Freedom is choosing uh, what moves you forward over what moves you backwards. A lot of people say they want to go forward, but I'm looking at the decisions they make, and the decisions they make are sending their lives in reverse. So it lets me know that freedom is not something that they value. See, freedom is not only part of my core beliefs and principles. Freedom is part of my values. So if I value freedom, then the actions and the trajectory of my life is going to move toward freedom. Freedom is choosing the uh, to protect your peace over what's creating chaos and confusion in your life. So if you really value peace like you say you do, why do you keep moving towards confusion and chaos? It's because you don't really value peace. So you see that freedom is going to be reflected in the decisions that we're making with our lives. This is what I really want you to get. Freedom is loving yourself enough to let go of what's not right for you. We can drop the mic and go home. Freedom is loving yourself enough to let go of what's not right for you. How many times do we say in our lives that we're tired of certain decisions, certain relationships, certain um, factors, and yet we continue to choose things that we know are not right for us. And we do that because we don't really love ourselves, and we don't really love ourselves because we have not really embraced freedom as a way of life and a possibility for us. This is what I want you to really get as we begin to wrap up this episode. Freedom is choosing a different future over a familiar path. I thought that was so powerful. Freedom is choosing a different future over a familiar path. And I talk to so many people that have so accepted a familiar past that they cannot embrace a different future. Your life can get better. And even if you say my life is good, it can get even better than that. And so I'm doing this series because I want you to know that you can enjoy freedom and wholeness in every area of your life. But in order to do this, you got to go beyond the surface and you got to do the work that is going to create a life of significance for you. I believe that it is God's divine will and intention for every person to walk in total freedom in every area of their lives. Many of you listening to me, you experience traces of freedom, but you have not experienced total freedom, freedom in every dimension and facet of your life. And a lot of times we're not experiencing it because we won't do the work. I want you to do something for me this this weekend, especially if you have your breakthrough journal or if you don't have my breakthrough journal, if you have a journal around you, I want you to do this assignment. And I want you to uh, ask yourself this question. And the question is, have I made the decision to be free? And I don't want a yes or no. I want you to begin to write from your heart. Whatever comes up at that moment, write about it at length in your journal. I think you'll be surprised at the epiphanies, the aha moments, and the things that you begin to learn about yourself by simply asking that question. Because a lot of people talk about freedom, but they have not decided to be free. And if you never make the decision, you never get started on the course and the journey to changing the direction of your life. Never forget that you are the spark you are the engine that will drive all evolution and growth in your life. It's not going to come from some external factor. It's going to come from you having a made-up mind and making a decision that you have a right to freedom, you deserve freedom, and that freedom belongs to you. And when you own freedom, you own your life, and you experience life at a whole nother level. 
I hope that you have gotten something out of this today. Reach out to me on social media. I always love hearing from you and how the message of empowerment is impacting your life. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to serve you and to do life with you today. I'm so excited about this series and the dimensions of this series because I believe that as you do this work, you're going to experience freedom in a way that you have never experienced before in your life. It's time to take your power back, and it's time to be who you were created and destined to be. Thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you again real soon for another episode of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Be blessed. Thanks for joining us for the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Always remember, your life has purpose. Your potential is limitless. And only you can define your legacy.